Welcome to the Aaron LeBauer Show. This is the number one show for passionate physical therapy and healthcare entrepreneurs looking to level up their income and impact on the world. If that's you, then you're in the right place. So sit back, chill out, and let's get into the show. Hey, what's up? Welcome back to the Aaron LeBauer Show. Um, today is a special edition because it's my 50th birthday. So this isn't coming out on my birthday. My birthday was probably last week or a week ago. Um, but today I woke up, December 1st. I'm 50, so congratulations to me. Um, but you know what? I usually, here's the funny thing is I really, you know, I don't like celebrating my birthday uh, there's a few reasons why. Um, I don't like artificial celebrations like Valentine's Day. You know, like I don't like, I don't want people, What, what I, I'm fine with my birthday. I think the thing is, is 15 years ago when I went to PT school and everyone was like, Aaron, are you on the Facebook? I'm like, what do you mean the Facebook? You know, I was an adult student and I was 30 something years old and I got on Facebook. So Facebook's fine, but then all of a sudden, Facebook publishes your birthday and everyone who people you don't know and don't care about you generally Facebook's telling them to wish you happy birthday and I feel like that's ingenuous um, so I purposely don't publish my birthday on Facebook there's also another reason why birthdays have always been weird for me um, when I was racing bikes I raced bikes from the time I was 17 to 34 not every year during that period but there was a good uh, seven year period where if you know me or you've heard any of this podcast, like I was racing pretty seriously. I raced 50 to 80 days a year. And so what that meant, so in bicycle racing, they have different categories. They have juniors, they have senior men or open senior men. And then you've got, uh, what's it called? Um, 35 and older masters racers. So 35 and older. And so your racing age for the year is the age, not how old you are, but it's the age you turn that year. And bike racing seasons somewhere between February and September, or January and September. In, in California, it starts in January. Um, some states it ends in October, especially if you're doing mountain biking or gravel. But my racing age, my birthday's in December. So all year long, I'm writing down on these handwritten forms, because nowadays you have electronic forms, handwritten forms that I'm 27, but I was actually 26. And there was a, I mean, period of time where people would ask me how old are you I'm like I don't know because for like 10 years 50 times a year I'm writing down that I'm a year older than I actually was so that's another reason like birthdays birthdays are fun and you know they're great and and everything but I also have this weird like ADD ADHD dyslexia neurodivergent brain where like those things don't matter to me, at least to other people, they matter a whole lot, and that gets me in trouble in ways. But it's my 50th birthday. Both of my uh, kids called me this morning, and my uh, oldest daughter was like, hey, Dad, how you doing? Did you wake up feeling any different? And I was like, no, I actually feel pretty the same. And she's like, did you wake up with arthritis? <laughs> you know, which is funny because, you know, and I was like, no, I didn't. I was like, age is just a number. And I was like, I should share that. Because it's funny because, like, she's joking me because she knows I'm a physical therapist. And we talk about that all the time, but people out there, your patients, clients, maybe you are like, oh, now that I'm older, you know, oh, now my body is going to hurt. Now, I'm, uh, the reason I hurt and can't do things is because I'm older. And that's not really true. And, you know, I feel better physically in my body 
in the last years than I did in my 20s. Because I've been working on my movement quality and my strength, I've been training uh, with kettlebells and um, doing some CrossFit and some yoga here and there, but not only yoga and not only weightlifting and not only cycling. And there's some things about my health and body that haven't been great and things that, you know, I'm like, oh, like I can tell like through my skin and wrinkles and hair, like I'm getting old, you know, um, or I'm getting uh, seasoned, you know, like a good, uh, a good steak or leather jacket getting patina. I can see it. And, you know, there's a part of me that likes it a lot. And there's a part of me that like has to come to the terms with it's different. And you've probably experienced the same. But no, I did not wake up with arthritis. And age is just a number. Last year, I rode 80 miles in the desert. I was trying to get to 100. Right? This year, um, my goal, or I had this goal. I set this about um, five years ago. I think it was about five years ago. It might have actually been in 2020 which feels like a long, so five years ago, I, five or six years ago, I started swinging kettlebells. Um, in, it was 2019 or 2020, I can't remember because, you know, pandemic, but it was somewhere around there, I did um, a Wake Up Warrior program with Garrett J. White. All right, if you want to learn intense marketing, sales, persuasion strategies, just go listen to this guy. Um, he's got programs for, as married businessman type of thing. Um, and like personal development, help you like improve your relationships and stuff. I mean, what that didn't save my marriage, but it made me a better person. Like I'm, 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 I've grown tremendously uh, through some of the things that I've done, and and that was one of them. Um, it didn't fix the problem in my in my marriage um, because I wasn't the only problem in the marriage. Um, but uh, during that process, what he does, we did like a, I think it's like a goal planning. He's a good coach. And so we create these, in quote, I'm going to say, in quote, impossible goals. Like, what's the impossible goal for your um, relationships, for your faith, for your fitness, for your business, etc.? But I actually now have better relationships, uh, closer relationships with my kids. Partly they're older, and partly I get to spend a lot of time with them. But the thing that I set for my body was, um, the impossible goal was pass the Strong First Kettlebell Certification. Okay, so just a couple things about that. Um, one, the certification is uh, using a, if you're under 50, it's using a 24 kilogram kettlebell, which is a 53 pound kettlebell. It's heavy. You have to do like five cleans, which you, you bring it from the floor up into your chest. You have to do five, uh, like you have to demonstrate good form with your, your squats. Even I think it's a double kettlebell squat um, and a double kettlebell deadlift maybe. And then you have to do five strict presses, which is a limiter for me um, in strength. And um, But that wasn't the big limiter. The big limiter for me was going to be the snatch. So the snatch is where the kettlebell goes from the floor. You kind of, you're in a little bit of a squat hinge, kettlebell from the floor, and it goes all the way overhead into a locked out position, then back down. And it's not just doing five of them. The test is you have to do 105 minutes, which is a lot. And it's a lot of weight. <laughs> um 105 minutes, and at the time I was like, I can't even snatch 20 kilograms, which is the one below that, 44 pounds, and then there's the 32 pound, 16 kilogram. And at the time I could go in and I could do 16 kilograms uh, 100 times in five minutes, I'd done it. Um, but when I started with kettlebells six years ago, I started with the weight that was even lighter, The I think it was 12 kilograms, 25 pounds. I started with that. Like that was hard to manage. And 
part of this is, you know, I'm tall, skinny. I don't have like a, like a, like a bro body. I don't know. Like I'm not like a gym bro. Like I had guys that I worked out on my cycling team worked out with who we would go into the gym in the winter to do workouts and like, Aaron, I can't do that workout with you because I'll get too big and bulky. You, they had to do, you know, cause they, cause in cycling, you don't want to gain 15 pounds of muscle over the winter. Um, I'm trying to gain some like strength over the winter, but the max I would gain would be like five pounds in two and a half to three months. Um, cause I wasn't taking steroids and, uh, and then I'd lose it all in the endurance rides in, uh, January. You know, I'm just trying to get more power in my legs and my, my teammates would have to do different exercises cause they couldn't, they wouldn't push the same like, like reps and, and weights that I would with my legs. Um, but again, you know, I was doing some squats, but mostly machines. And that's different when we're talking like a six foot three, I have this kettlebell that's got to go from the ground to about seven and a half feet in the air. And if you're five, five, four, the weight doesn't have to travel as far and you can get a lot more reps. It's like, I can't do burpees as fast as, um, some short like guys who are like maybe gymnastics like sized, right? That's another challenge for me. And so I'm sitting here thinking, I can't snatch a 20. I'll never be able to do the 24 kilograms. Like I'll never, like that's impossible. And I was like, I will never be able to do that. Like I was like, I don't see a path that I could, that I can do this. And so that was my impossible goal for my fitness is to be strong first kettlebell certified. It has nothing to do with strong first. I mean, there's dragon door as well, but you know, strong first is like, has a, you know, I don't know. I like their things better. It could be, it could have been either, right? I actually have the dragon door kettlebells. I have, do have one strong first kettlebell, but they only started making them. Um, but it was just past that certification, whether it was through dragon door or not, it was really not about the certification and saying Aaron is strong first certified. And as much as saying by the time Aaron's 50, he's going to be in really good shape, know how to move really well. And he's going to be able to do something that most people can't do. And that he didn't even think he can do. Right. I didn't think I would be able to do that. So that's been my goal. And I worked with um, a kettlebell coach. Um, her name was Alicia. Her name is Alicia Angelini. She's married now and has a different last name. I can't remember it off the top of my head. Um, but I stopped training with her because she went into PT school. She didn't have time to train me. And then, so I started working with Brett Jones and about three years ago, maybe, maybe it was two and a half years ago. So I've been working with Brett for over two years. Um, and Brett Jones is the program director for Strong First. He's the instructor at FMS, at Functional Movement with Gray Cook. Um, but 100 snatches in five minutes is tough, even at like a lighter weight, because your heart rate just gets gradually and gradually, quickly higher and higher and higher. Like I did, um, I did a little bit of a test this week and got my heart rate over 160, and that was really tough for me. Um, so here's what happened is I missed the goal. You know, I was like, okay, because why 50 years old? Well, one, it's a, it's a halfway through a hundred, but when I'm 50, as of today, I passed the certification. I only need to be able to, um, snatch a 20 kilogram because as you get older, you know, they think you, you're not as strong, <laughs> but it's, which is fair. Um, could I have done this more easily when I was in my thirties? I don't know. I didn't try. But when you're 50, the test weight for my body like weight, you know, so be, for under 225 pounds, it's 24 kilograms. I think if you're a 225 uh, pound or 250 pound uh, dude, uh, it's 28 kilograms, 
Um, but over 50 years old, it drops to 20 kilograms. It's still a tough test. Um, but I didn't make the 24 kilograms. I was decently on track to do it, but I had a couple things happen this year that took me off track. Um, as you know, uh, back in May, I was indoor wave surfing and hit my head and fell and that, that put a damper on things. But then, um, but I got through the summer. I, you know, I was too busy to, you know, go to a course this summer anyways. But then I, I hit my head again at the end of the summer and that one messed with my exercise tolerance more than, more than anything. Um, I hit my head in, uh, I think I was in my late twenties racing bikes in Iowa, woke up in Iowa and didn't know why I was in Iowa. Um, I had been, it was in a bike crash in a bike race. Um, that time I just couldn't remember things at the end of the summer. This one is like more affected, uh, vision balance and exercise tolerance for me. Um, and so I backed way off and it was, you know, the exercises were the killer, you know, killer exercises, keep it light and happy. And I've been doing that, but that meant I lost momentum, which is okay. And it's one of those things where it's like, I set a goal for myself and I was really close to it, but I didn't quite hit it. But guess what? Like this week, Tuesday, I did, um, I decided, you know what? Let me just see what I can do with the 20 kilograms. And I did 80 reps in four minutes and five seconds. So I was on pace to, on pace to hit it. I just, my heart rate got so high, like over 160. So I, I went monitoring at the time. I was able to like see it afterwards and I can kind of feel it. I was just like, you know what? I could finish this. I could do it, but I don't really need to push myself to my ultimate limit. I've done that before in my life. No one else is counting on me doing it. This is a me goal. And I knew I just haven't spiked my heart rate that high in months. And I just need to do that, you know, three or four more times and I'll have it. Like I'm really confident I've got the 20 kilogram. I've been confident that I could do it. I tested the summer, um, and I didn't try to push it and I was able to do it in like six minutes at like 75% effort. Um, so I knew that was going to be something I'd be able to do. But here's the thing. It's like I missed the goal. So what do I have to do? Reset the goal. So sometimes in life, you crush your goals and you get lost. And you're like, what What do I do? Like, I became a Category 1 cyclist. I was like, okay, I never thought I'd be here. I lost sight of my goals. I've got in business or, you know, I've got myself or clients. Like, you get way past something. You're like, okay, what do I do now? Like, I'm done. You're not done. And you just got to set new goals. So yesterday, my daughter, my youngest daughter was like, dad, did you hit your kettlebell goal? And I was like, no, not yet. And she was like, oh, well, you at least need to try. She was like, don't. She was like, just do it. And don't worry about hitting, you know, the five minute mark. This is my 12 year old. She's like, just do it and see how long it takes you. And I was like, oh my gosh. So anyways, that's going to be the workout uh, today. We'll see. I mean, I, I snatched 24 kilograms a couple times yesterday and I was like, ooh, this is heavy weight because I haven't snatched it in like three or four months. But I'm going to do it later today and see where I get. So I missed the goal, but I did 20 kilograms, 80 reps in four minutes and five seconds, which is on pace. So cool. But what was my goal initially? Why? It was to be wake up on my 50th birthday, be able to tie my shoes not blame my age for the pain in my body. And I mean, I've got visible abs. I've got, I don't have like the big veins on my arms, but I got my forearm veins. You know, I got, I've always had those, you know, I'm mobile. I'm strong. I'm fit. I can do five. I mean, I did five pull-ups yesterday and most people can't do that. Most people in America don't 
do it. Most of the people listening are probably, you know, health conscious, physical therapists, whoever, like, right? And most physical therapists probably at 50 years old can't do five pull-ups and, you know, 100 snatches and snatch 24 kilograms. Like, most people can't do that. So my goal was to be in the best shape and fitness of my life. Um, you know, I'm not in the absolute best health of my life. Of like, you know, this whole, like, divorce thing is impacted my mental health quite a bit some days are a lot are a lot tougher than they used to be um you know but i got a good therapist and it's you know like i'm saying hey it's 50 this is the the first day of the rest of my life which is really cool so um there's a lot of opportunity out there no matter how old you are and it's my birthday so um i just jotted down like five things actually it's six but five lessons that i've learned these are really short um, and I'm just thinking, like, what's each decade of my life, right? So five things I've learned in the last 50 years. Number one, have fun. Like, when you're under 10, all I remember is just, like, it was about fun. So make sure life is about fun. Number two, in my teens, I learned that people are mean. You know, I was bullied in middle school. Um, you know, kids are, and I've learned this now with my teenagers, like, kids don't have filters. They can be mean to each other without knowing it. They can be mean to each other and know it. Um, and, and their brains aren't fully developed, but people are mean, people are rude. People are, I mean, I'm still learning this, I, I, you know, but people, um, take things out on others when they're unable to process that emotion themselves. They, a lot of times they, uh, they take things out and they, they say things and do things to other people when they're unable to acknowledge that, you know, they have a problem or really it's about them and not the other person. So, I mean, I really learned that lesson in my teens. I think in my 20s, the lesson was explore the world and explore your opportunities. Don't stay in Greensboro for your whole life. So I lived in uh, I lived in California. I lived in Belgium. I lived in Israel. Um, I did. I was a bike messenger. I raced bikes all over the United States. Um, I did. I tried. I mean, I tried drugs. You know, like pot and ecstasy and went on like boat parties. It was dope. And we did some mushrooms as well. Went to music festivals, all those things. Explore the world and your opportunities because you don't know what you're going to find. But if you stay in a hole, like you'll never find those things. Right? So my, my 30s, um, what I realized was uh, there's, more, um, there's more to life than what most people expect. So my 30s is when... Um, you know, most people get out of school and they just get a job and they're like, oh, I'm just going to stay in this job forever. Or I'm going to stay in this job until I can get a better job and I can get a job with a window. You know, windows, <laughs> a window cubicle doesn't mean you've made it. There's more to life than most people expect. And I had set this expectation for myself in my 20s. But really, I learned this in my 30s. It was my 30s when this happened was I will be upset with myself. I've had to do the same thing for more than 10 years. You know, so... um I became a massage therapist and then within 10 years I was back into PT school and within 10 years I started business coaching and you know now I've got like other the opportunities are all opening for me and I'm in that like mark again where there's other opportunities and I'm I'm waiting for them. I'm not going to force it though. Um, but there's more to life than what most people expect because they're closed off and they have um, they have was it preconceived notions? It's kind of like a person with back pain. They're like, well, my cousin's got a ruptured disc, so I'm going to have a ruptured disc and I can never 
go to CrossFit again. You know, like people are like, oh, this is all that life has. There's so much more to life. Um, in my 40s, it was about family as your foundation. Family, kids, people in your life. You know, it was my parents. Like I, there was a time where I didn't have, I had good relationship with my parents, but like they would annoy me. <laughs> and be like, oh, can't you leave me alone? But what I realized is that family is like, key even though I don't live near a lot of them and I realized like through divorce that like that rocked my foundation you know that rocked my foundation of the family that I had but family is important and it looks different for everybody and it will change so in my 50s I don't have a lesson for my 50s but this just came to me yesterday about life like it was like so this is like the the overall lesson is you know, everyone's got their own hard. Life is hard. Having a job is hard. Owning a business is hard. But lemonade is still sweet. I'm not going to say make when you get lemons, make lemonade. No, it's lemonade still sweet. Life is still sweet. There's so much good opportunity. It's just um, the hard things are the things that make you better and help you grow and help you become uh, someone who helps other people. Um, because if you're in this just to help yourself, like, I don't know. There's a, I can't remember the Hebrew word for it, but the whole um, idea around sadaka, which is not charity, but, you know, giving, it's like leaving the world a better place. You know, I should remember this, but, you know, I don't. But the whole idea is like someone asked me the other day, like, what's your purpose in life? I was like, to leave this, to leave a better path behind me than the one that I went down. You know, can I help my kids get through life in a better way? Not give them money, but teach them how to, Teach them how to make money. Teach them how to build a career and a job that they love. Give them the things that I didn't have. Can I do that for people in my profession? That's what I'm trying to do is leave the world a better place. Like walk by some trash. Occasionally I'll pick it up. <laughs> you know, like that's the deal. And so I think that that's, um, that's for me, that's, that's what this is about. It's having fun, exploring, learning leaving it a better place for the next person, helping the next person along so they can get through it faster or more, um, I want to say better. Uh, they can get through it in a way that they can, you know, come behind me and take what I did and make it even better. Make it better for you. Make it better for the next person. I think that's the birthday message. Hey, um, it's my birthday. You know what? Um, if you want to do anything, make a donation. <laughs> I don't need presents. I don't need birthday wishes. Um, but if you if you want to do something, like make a donation. I don't care where. Um, but you know, I think the world needs more donations as well. Uh, so uh, for my birthday party, we have a roller skating jam, and just had you know birthday uh, donations to. We've got this um, charity here called the interactive resource center they provide uh, resources um, clothes uh, job training computers internet um, things like that for people that are homeless or close to being homeless uh, and as, so that's where we donate that's where I donate money um, pick one of your choice and don't donate don't do it for me do it for the people in your community and I'll see you on the next show peace out Hey, what's up? It's Aaron. Thanks so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to the show. If you have an established PT business and you want to 10x your marketing, time, income, impact, and scale your business to multiple six or seven figures, 
then I'd love to invite you to join me or someone on my team for a free strategy and scale session. On this call, we'll help you get clear on your goals, identify the obstacles in your way, uncover the hidden opportunities in your business, and then we'll map out a three-step action plan so that you have more fun, help even more people, make even more money much quicker, and you'll leave the session feeling clear, confident, and excited about taking your physical therapy business to the next level. Sound good? If that's a yes, just DM me the word call over on Instagram at Aaron LeBauer, and I'll get back to you with all the details. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next week on the show.